right. Welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans. We bring you Michigan football each and every week. My name is Caleb, and with me as always is Craig. And this episode this week is uh, what we're doing while the college football playoff rankings are coming out, where we talk about the playoff rankings and we talk about the standings in the Big Ten uh, for the divisions, what the uh, – Big Ten title game might look like. So um, I guess maybe let's just start off there. Yeah, since, Rick came out. Um, well, the Big Ten, t- uh, the division race, the Big t- the status of the Big Ten, um, mm-hmm. because that might be the easiest thing to talk about real quick because we know what part of the picture looks like because Northwestern has locked in their place in the West, there's no way that they can be knocked out of it. Right. Um, here with two weeks left in the regular season, Northwestern for the first time ever will be in the big 10 title game. So, yeah. That's, I mean, what a heck, I mean, I don't think, well, we talked about that last time talking about how Northwestern, we never really saw that coming. We thought as most people thought that Wisconsin, possibly Iowa at that, that stage had the teams to beat, and um, looks like Wisconsin just kind of fell apart at the end. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't yeah. know what it, it seemed. Uh, they had a pretty good team in the beginning, and it just kind of fell away. It kind of remind me of uh, another team like Michigan, or you know, the past years where we would start off strong, and then towards the end of the schedule, it just kind of fell tapered off. And Wisconsin seems to be doing that, so. But uh, we never thought Northwestern would be there, did we? I mean, that's kind of crazy. I mean, did you do you feel that Northwestern just kind of like sneaked in there because all the other teams just seemed to underperform, or what do you think? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I, Iowa is Iowa, and you never really know what you're going to get with them, and they were not on top of their game this year. Purdue was flashy, but extremely inconsistent. Northwestern, at least, was always fighting. And yeah, we, yeah, kept you. You always had gave you a good game. They never were, you know, blown out. They even heck, they even gave us a good run. So, yeah, absolutely. And so, I guess it's not too surprising. Uh, talking about how you said Wisconsin kind of fell apart, it was kind of. I mean. Wisconsin wound up losing to Penn State, which Michigan beat both of them. So strength of schedule, whatever you might want to say, it is what it is. But and when they came into Michigan, they were boasting a what was it something like a fifteen and one uh, road game record under Paul Christ, and the only other loss before they played Michigan this year was to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Right, and then they went out and they lost at Penn State. And I think they lost. They lost at Northwestern, so they went on a three-game losing streak on the road. So I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, and I don't. And just like you said, I don't think anybody expected Northwestern to do as well as they uh, they did. They definitely are capitalizing on a down year for the West Division. Um, not saying that. Not downplaying how good they are, but. Usually it's Wisconsin and one of one other team who are duking it out for the number one spot. Basically, it was Northwestern and 
they were fighting to stay up there or essentially just waiting to see who would contend them for it, and nobody is making the effort. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, Fitzgerald did a pretty good job there. Yeah, he's having his, um, what people are saying his best year um, coaching, which I could believe. I mean, I'd have to go back and look at everything, but, I mean, he hasn't. I don't know if he's outright uh, won the West before uh, since he's ever been there, but I know that since they started the title game that they haven't gone. So uh, we'll see how things pan out and what happens in the East, as, of course, most likely it looks like Michigan because it's Michigan's to lose. But we'll talk about it in our preview episode more, just specifically about how things will match up with Indiana. But then they will be... Most likely it will come down to them playing Ohio State because Ohio State is going on the road to Maryland. Eh, you know. Yeah. It, Maryland's been weird this year, and Ohio and Ohio State has been weird. So I don't know. I don't think I would call it out of the question for maybe something to happen there and maybe uh, Michigan yeah. could get locked in. I'm definitely not banking on it. You're right. You're they're talking about times where Maryland seems to beat up teams. I mean, look at you know took on Texas in the beginning of the year and beat them. Um, so much inconsistency, you know, with Maryland and quite a few teams like that. But uh, you know, you know, if Maryland shows up and balls out, yeah, they can beat Ohio State pretty easily because you know Ohio State's not very. Yeah, they only got one loss, but their their wins are just, I'd say, poor, kind of just struggling to win. And yeah, they beat Texas, uh, which they were both different teams at the beginning of the season. But since uh, Big Ten play and everything, I mean, they, they handily took care of Minnesota. They, yeah. um, they put up some points against Michigan. Uh, some of them coming uh, uh, with special teams. They put up over 30 on Rutgers, but then they go out and they put up a goose egg against Iowa. <laughs> then they go out and put up over 60 on Illinois. Then they only get three up on Michigan State, and then they barely lose by two points to Indiana. So it's just like, I mean, who knows? Right. So I don't know. I don't think they are uh, the under Maryland is the underdog at home by 14 points right now against Ohio state. So I don't know, just a, I mean, everybody's anticipating that it will come down to, you know, the Ohio state Michigan game. And I don't think that that's too far to the question, but yes, it is lock Northwestern in congratulations for Pat's just Fitzgerald and the Wildcats. <laughs> so, um, anything else kind of about the Big Ten standings? I think there'll be more to talk about, obviously, after this weekend. Once it's kind of down to the final battle, we know exactly what we're going to be looking at with uh, the last week of the regular season. So, I mean, is it – I think you're, what it's pretty obvious is coming into the season, the beginning of the season, is thought that Big Ten was – right up there with the sec and they're kind of showing that they're not <laughs> this year 
way too many inconsistent teams out there. Um, Ohio State, Michigan State, uh, Wisconsin, and the only consistent team that seems to be out there very consistent is Michigan, and that shows. <laughs> and and it's pretty amazing. Um, is Michigan taking advantage of that? I don't know. I, all I know is Michigan seems to be the team that seems to be peaking at the right time, and all the other teams seem to be just, you know, and just the where the ranking even within Ohio State and how they beat Michigan State shows where they're at. You and I are going to talk about that, but it's pretty crazy. But uh, Michigan is continues the role, and they seem to be the only consistent team out there. Yeah. No, definitely agree. Well, and but that's the thing too is like I've never really been high on the whole like this conference is the best conference. Right. Yeah, sure. there are certain years where certain conferences have better years, whatever. But it always goes up and down. And frankly, I think the SEC only looks so good because Alabama looks so good. Well, and you but, also said they they actually schedule a lot of those teams schedule some not. Um, media out of conference games they schedule is just <laughs> some of them are like high school teams. I don't know, right? It's just good grief, really. So yeah. Yeah, I just I laugh at those. Yeah, they got to play each other pretty good, but man, yeah, and they're, are, and they're not getting punished for playing a week schedule, right? None exactly. of them are. Right, and Michigan had to play. You know, we're talking about the number three team in the country in Notre Dame right out of the gate, so. You can't say that Michigan didn't schedule out of conference person uh, team, you know, in Notre Dame's rolling. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. You know, they that's the thing about NCAA. They just man, they give so much love to SEC. Man, it's ridiculous at times. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing that I've thought about too, and this goes way down the rabbit hole, and I don't know really if it's we're saying, but uh, I mean, we know about what college football schedules are. Yeah. Uh, years in advance for the most part. Mm -hmm. And so the SEC has gotten into this. I don't know how long it's been, but they've gotten into this groove of an easy out of conference schedule. Any meaningful games that they have might, if they have a meaningful game, it's on a neutral site. Um, they never, right. ever go on the road. Uh, of like hardly at all. And even the neutral sites are usually in their conference. Mm -hmm. right. And these have been set up for years. And so, I mean, basically every single year of the college football playoff, the sec has had these uh, easy schedules and they haven't been, there's no consequence for it. So why right. should they change anything? Right, but right. it is neither here nor there that never really affects anything with Alabama because Alabama's Alabama. So until they lose more than one game, you never really anticipate that they're going to be out of things. Right. So, uh, and with that, we'll move over to the college football playoff rankings, which actually from last week to this week, the top 10 has mm -hmm. not changed at all. No, I didn't think it would either. No. no, nothing changed. Now, right as soon as you get out of the top ten, then it changes slightly. Uh, knocking on the door of the top ten is now UCF, and then twelve is Syracuse, thirteen is Florida, fourteen is Penn State, fifteen is Texas. I don't think I really need to go down past that. Um, but yeah, so we're looking at Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, the three uh, 
uh, three top unbeatens. Then you have Michigan, Georgia, Oklahoma um, to round out the uh, top six. Then LSU, Washington State, West Virginia, and Ohio State. Nobody moved. Nobody switched around. Nobody nothing. None of the top ten teams lost. So yeah. it's like nothing. I mean. Now, there would have been some things if maybe some things were close. Uh, Alabama uh, handled things pretty well. They didn't put up a ton of points, though. Clemson put up a ton of points. Notre Dame did their thing, even with their backup quarterback. Uh, Michigan started off a little bit slow, but then easily dominated the rest of the game. Georgia took down a ranked opponent. Um, And so that was where the question was uh, that I had was just if Georgia – takes care of Auburn handily enough and Michigan struggles whatsoever, which they wound up not. I thought that might be a question mark there, uh, but right. nothing happened there. Oklahoma squeaked it out. Um, right. Yeah. So, that's ridiculous. You got a team while well, even the college playoff, uh, uh, the director, the, the guy that runs the show even said that Michigan you know, has the best defense in the country and he sees it and he can see that Oklahoma doesn't. So I, it, that's the thing about Oklahoma. They probably got one of the best offensive teams in the country. They just don't have any defense. They can't stop anybody. I mean, they can't, yeah, they're just, it's like they're a shootout. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, it is pretty interesting looking at this list as I, you know, there's a few things that I look at and kind of say, yeah, maybe Oklahoma, but yeah, you if you you mentioned it on the last show saying where Michigan would have been ranked if Georgia blew out their opponent and then Michigan struggled with Rutgers, if that would have changed at all. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I think Michigan blowing out Rutgers really helped them, you know, cement that four spot. So, yeah, that's kind of beside the point now because uh, it's done and over with. So nothing changed really with that. Um, I don't know really what the I don't know. I don't really believe that there's going to be much changing after this weekend moving forward, because like already mentioned, the SEC has pretty much a cakewalk this week. Yeah. Uh, trying to look at the top 10. Um, Notre Dame might have the, um, I'm doing air quotes, toughest matchup as they're playing number 12 Syracuse. Syracuse has been kind of all over the place. I mean, the big 12 games are always questionable because nobody plays defense in that conference. So number nine, uh, West Virginia playing Oklahoma state. You never know how that one's going to end. Right. Right. But then. Is that at, is uh, Notre Dame playing at Syracuse? No, it's a home game for Notre Dame. Okay. So it's a little tough in the dome, and I was like, mm, could give them a chance, but yikes. Okay. Yes. So nothing, nothing really stands out as there being uh, real potential for anything to shake up like crazy, but. Uh, I mean, Arizona plays Washington, number eight, Washington State, and you never know really what's going to happen in the Pac-12 when they play their late games. But so we're very well. Uh, it's very possible that this uh, ranking is going to be the same thing after three weeks. But then that's when it gets interesting because Georgia plays Alabama, or no, I'm sorry, uh, it's the week after that in the, the title game. Uh, Georgia will 
in the two weeks after that, Georgia will play Alabama, Michigan will play Ohio State, and you have some of those other uh, games going on. So there will be uh, Oklahoma, I think, is going to be playing West Virginia. So, Well, the thing is, is, you know, Michigan winning out at Ohio State, but I think uh, Kirk Herbstreit just mentioned how, and he's right, is this whole <laughs> – if Alabama loses to Georgia, it just throws a big old wrench in the whole cog of everything. This machine that's going right now, because that's where it's going to get interesting. If Alabama really, Michigan really needs Alabama 